The views, opinions, and content of the show hosts and their guests appearing on America's Web Radio are their own and do not necessarily reflect those of the station. You're listening to America's Web Radio on the AmericasBroadcastNetwork.com. Thank you for listening. Hello and welcome to the On Point with Victor show. This is America's Web Radio and I am Victor Armanderes. Uh, glad to be here today with you guys. There's lots to talk about. Uh, if you're watching on the webcams, you may notice I am not sitting in studio. No, folks, I had to leave town once again. So I am doing this the uh, show actually from Dallas, Texas, the great red free state of Texas. Uh, I'm getting to know Texas pretty well, uh, but I had to come out here and do some things, uh, take care of some business. But uh, I did not want to miss a show, so here it is. <laughs> but uh, look, folks, thanks for tuning in. And again, this is the America's Web Radio. This is the On Point with Victor show. Um, look, I, I, I want to – I got to tell you a funny story. Uh, so let me indulge you for a moment. Um, I'm headed out of Atlanta. I'm at the airport. I walk through the TSA. Now, those of you who have listened to me for a while, you know I'm a soccer player. You know that I still play soccer. Uh, I may not be what I was a few years ago, but I still play. I do it for fun. I play for the exercise and, and my love of the game. Uh, but anyway, so you guys know who've listened to me for a long time that uh, I play soccer at the Atlanta Silverbacks. And I'm walking through the Atlanta airport, uh, getting ready, you know, headed to Dallas. And I get through TSA. And as I go through the metal detectors and I'm waiting for, you know, I walk through the metal detectors and I'm waiting for my bag to come through the scanner. Uh, I, I hear this, hey, hey, you. Uh, and I turn around and it is a, it a TSA agent. And I'm thinking, ah, oh, what did I do now? And the agent goes, hey, are you going to be back by Tuesday night? And I went, what? He goes, are you going to be back by Tuesday night so you can play soccer? And and I just looked at him and said, oh, uh, well, yeah, as a matter of fact, I am. Well, the people that were around, because it was crowded. This is a Monday morning. The airport is packed. Well, now I've got people looking at me going, well, which guy is this? I mean, I, I got people thinking that I'm on the Atlanta United professional soccer team, which – if they really knew how old I was, they would know. Pff, there ain't no way that guy's playing for that team. But uh, but anyway, it was kind of funny. Uh, but it happened to be a TSA worker who recognized me from the Atlanta Silverbacks as a guy who plays out there. And uh, so it was just really neat. I thought it was really funny uh, just because, uh, on the one hand, yeah, I'm way too old to play for the Atlanta United professional team. And on the other hand, the Atlanta United soccer team's not doing too well. And I don't know if it would be a good thing to even be mistaken to be a player, but uh, no, actually it was it was hilarious. I had a lot of fun with it. It was great, and uh, turned out to be a really nice nice guy. And uh, look forward. Apparently, I've uh, play against his team. Looking forward to playing against his team again. So so anyway, that's how my Monday morning started out on my way to Dallas. So uh, but then I get to Dallas, and I got to tell you this: I met a veteran, an Army veteran, who was just an outstanding guy. And uh, this guy worked in uh, intelligence and uh, information. Uh, basically, he was a guy the Army tasked to try to reduce the information footprint, so to speak, for uh, some of the, our military boys and women, uh, boys and girls, women and men, uh, you know, because – you know, there are some young people in the military and well, they like social media and, uh, you know, it's, it's, you gotta be careful what you put on social media anyway, but you really gotta be careful when you're active military, what you're putting on, uh, on the, on, on, on the old online. 
but it was really neat to hear and talk to him. And you guys know, you know America's Web Radio, you know we here, all of us here are uh, 100% with our veterans. We stand with our veterans. Uh, we put veterans above anyone else, especially politicians. <laughs> so you know where we stand here. And uh, it was an absolute pleasure to meet this veteran and talk to him today. Uh, it was just amazing. And and uh, to hear some of the things, and, you know, I can't, probably shouldn't repeat some of the things we talked about, and I'm sure he didn't tell me lots of things that he could have or well lots of things that he did that he's not going to tell me but but it was really neat to hear uh the things that we did talk about and uh, a lot of the information and you know we got to talking about uh this whole misinformation campaign and how how we as as intelligence officers our intelligence officers and whether they be military or some other you know let's just say cia or nsa you know the things that we go to or the ends that we go to to learn other countries our adversaries to learn their culture uh so that we can uh let's just say guide and make certain things happen and it just makes it was was really interesting to talk to him about this because of what's going on in our country you know it's not hard to understand how a country like ours with with the the uh, abilities we have the advanced society that we have the advanced weaponry that we have um in a lot of ways uh, 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 just a flat out great intellect that we have in this country and how we utilize it in the military uh maybe today we're not utilizing it so much but when this guy was active <laughs> a few years ago uh it was it was probably very very adequate and uh but it was really neat to talk about those things about how we have techniques and things that we do to put out information of all types into our adversaries countries to you know maybe get the people to move a certain way or or you know to do what we need to do to battle our enemies you know battling our enemies isn't just uh shooting guns at each other or missiles you know that there's a lot more to it in fact you take away afghanistan and and what you know happened there and this and the war on terror and just you know we haven't really had a a, a shooting war um that that was just one country saying we don't like you and other countries you know I'll, i won't get into all of that but but we have clandestine operations going on all the time let me just put it that way and 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 it's not so much shooting as it is an information war and and a propaganda war uh if you think that we don't engage in propaganda in other countries and you're sadly mistaken it is a tactic but now and the interesting thing that we talked about is how this is transpiring in our own country from a party of people who who are supposed to be representing not just we the people but they're supposed to be adhering and upholding the constitution but instead of doing that we have a party in this country the democrat party that wants to use misinformation to frame the way Americans look at their own government and not just that they want they they are using propaganda to pit american against american citizen against citizen and one day one day, I could do a whole show on this and I'm not going to do it today but just because I had this conversation with a veteran I wanted to just bring this to to your attention and I will do a show on this soon but the fact that we have a an active government 
here in this country that wants to pit citizen against citizen. It ought to not just piss every American off. It ought to send chills down your spine because you can look throughout history and when no matter what kind of civilization it was, one of the things that 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 happens before the fall of, of any civilization is pitting the people against each other. When you can do that, that you can start, boy, you, you, you talk about a, a strong foundation for a country. You pit people against each other and then you, and you go real quick from a strong foundation to a toothpick foundation. And, and I'm, I'm just telling you folks, it's, it's not a road that we need to go down, but that's the road we're on right now. You've got active politicians in this country that are doing everything they can to pit citizen against citizen. And uh, that's about all I'm going to say on that, folks. But I, I wanted you to start thinking about that because I had this conversation with this with this awesome veteran, this Army veteran. Uh, I just, you know, I, I wanted to just put that out there because that is a conversation. And, and now that I've brought it to your attention, you probably will start noticing it. Uh, just listen to any Democrat who's running for office because that's when it's most prevalent. But listen to, to Joe Biden. Does Joe Biden come out and say, um, look, we may not agree with with every uh, court case that the Supreme Court is going to settle, but we have to trust that the Supreme Court justices are going to base any judgment on the Constitution, whether we agree with it or not. If we don't agree with it, then let's go back to our legislatures and let's get our representatives to act. So if you're unhappy with with a law that was passed and it's deemed unconstitutional, then you go, you people, we have democracy. We'll go back. We can fight for it and we'll legislate and we'll try again. But that is not what you hear the Democrats say. You never hear them say that, and you, especially today. You don't hear Biden saying, you don't hear any representative Democrat saying that. Instead, what do they tell you? They tell you, oh, we've got to burn down the Supreme Court. We've got to end the Supreme Court on one hand, and then the next day they'll tell you we have to pack the Supreme Court. Uh, they will tell you on one hand that democracy is being killed because they disagree with, an, uh, with, a, with a judgment, and then they turn around the next day and they want to kill democracy itself because they want to burn down the Supreme Court. They want to burn down the Senate, and which just you wait. Look, when Donald Trump was elected president and beat crooked Hillary, they wanted to burn down the presidency. They wanted to burn down the Electoral College. And and mark my words, when the Democrats lose control of the Senate in November 2022 and they lose control of the House, they're going to want to burn down the ballot box. They're going you're going to see. But this is what I'm talking about. You've got a Democrat party and Democrat representative elected so-called representatives that instead of of abiding by the Constitution and pulling us together as a people saying, "Okay, we may disagree here, but we got to go back to the drawing board. It is our job to or your job as a voter to direct your legislators. And it's their job to win over other legislatures and put forth legislation. And then the president can sign it. And then if somebody wants to challenge it, it'll go to the Supreme Court and the Supreme Court can deem if it's constitutional or not. But we all should be together on that. But your Democrat Party of today will never, you'll never hear them say anything like I just described it. What they will do is they want to burn down the, 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 the courts. They want to burn down whatever avenue is not working for them. They want to burn it down. And, and, and by doing that, they tell you 
that they tell their voters, the, the wacko left and the radical left, they tell their voters, get out and march. Get out and go to the houses of the Supreme Courts. My gosh, folks, there was a report out this morning where there are leftist liberal groups, Democrat Biden voters, who are offering to pay patrons in a restaurant if they see a justice from the Supreme Court. Uh, Kavanaugh, Justice Thomas, uh, Amy, or... Um, Roberts or Alito, if they see, and I know I'm leaving one out, but if they, if uh, Gorsuch, they're willing to pay anyone who will report and call the mob if they see one of these justices having dinner with their families. Uh, this is ridiculous. They're calling for violence. And the Democrat Party does nothing to stop it because they want to pit citizen against citizen. This is what today's Democrat Party is doing. And this is why there's, there's, you know, people ask me all the time, still they ask me, how can you not support the Democrats? You're brown. And I can say because I'm a free thinking, God fearing, America, freedom, liberty, loving American. And I can think for myself. And when I see some party doing something wrong, I'm going to call them out on it. If the Republicans were calling for violence, I'd call them out on it. But, and, and you know, I call the establishment out all the time. The establishment Republicans are no friend of mine. They don't like me because I call them out. And I am not going to sugarcoat what the Democrats are doing because we as a voter, as a people, as the citizens, as Americans, we have to start realizing and standing up and throwing these Democrats out of office that we still have the ballot box, folks. They haven't burned it down yet. I know, I know, I know that many of you out there scream about 2020, but we've got to go forward and let's see what happens in 2022. Listen, this is the test. 2022 is the test. Stop thinking about 2020. Get your butt out there and fight for 2022. And if we lose 2022, then we can start talking about <laughs> what happened. But right now, we haven't lost. But if you don't vote, if you don't participate, then you're losing before you even get in the game. So trust me, folks. Trust me. We can make things happen. We can turn things around. We just got to wake up. We got to help our neighbors wake up, uh, help your family. So, all right, folks, we're going to go to our first break. Listen, you stay right there. We will be right back. This is the On Point with Victor Show. Uh, thank you. We'll be right back. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls of all ages, join me, Roger B., every Tuesday at 1400 hours right here on America's Web Radio for the Locked and Loaded Show. We will talk about guns, weapons, ammo, gun accessories, prepping, and so much more. So be sure to join us every Tuesday at 1400 or 2 p.m. for Locked and Loaded on America's Web Radio. Veteran-owned, America's Web Radio would like to thank all of our incredible patrons. We wouldn't be able to do this without you. If you are not already a patron, you can help us continue to produce some of the most informative and entertaining shows on the Internet by becoming a patron. Patrons of America's Web Radio are the first to receive information about new shows and links to the latest podcast episodes. Join now and receive a free gift while supplies last. For more information and to join our family, please visit www.patreon.com slash America's Web Radio. If you have questions, contact us at gm at americaswebradio.com. And as always, thank you for listening. You're listening to America's Web Radio on the americasbroadcastnetwork.com. Thank you for listening. Hey, welcome back, folks. This is Beyond Point with Victor's show. Uh, listen, this 
is the America's Web Radio show uh, and station. And if you want to help us out, uh, we would greatly appreciate it. Uh, we can't do this for free. So if you want to become a patron of the On Point with Victor show, please go to the, uh, the America's Web Radio site www.americaswebradio.com uh, sign up to be a patron uh, anything helps uh, it can be as little as five bucks a month it, anything will help and if you want more information on anything hey look send us an email gm at americaswebradio.com gm at americaswebradio.com if you have a question for me it's victor at americaswebradio.com victor at americaswebradio.com and ladies and gentlemen let me go ahead and say this I will be your humble host of the On Point with Victor show. Will be filling in for the Eric Erickson show not once but twice this week. So uh, make sure you tune in Wednesday and Thursday of this week. That's Wednesday, July 13th and Thursday, July 14th. I will be hosting, uh, filling in on the Eric Erickson show uh, in Georgia. It's WSB 95.5. Uh, if you're not in Georgia, look, we're on stations. Uh, the Eric Erickson show is on stations across the country from coast to coast. Uh, or it's easy. Download the WSB app, the WSB radio app, or just uh, go to uh, ericericksonshow.com and you can stream the show from there. But I will be uh, filling in for the Eric Erickson show on Wednesday of this week and on Thursday of this week. So we're going to have some fun. So you guys be sure to, uh, to tune in and tell your friends, tell everybody, tell everybody. So in the immortal words of B.B. King, <laughs> tell everybody. So, all right, folks, listen, I want to get to a topic here. Um, I, I want to, there's a couple of things that, that I know, I, I just, I know they're coming, I can feel it, I can see it, and so I want to go on record and tell you about it, and then when you see it, you can go, hey, I heard it from Victor on On Point with Victor show. Um, one thing that I want you to notice going on right now is what the Democrats are running on versus what voters care about versus what the establishment Republicans are, are, what are they going to do? What are the establishment Republicans going to run on? I know how the conservatives are going to run. I know how, uh, let's just say, Tea Party conservative type candidates, I know how they're going to run. Uh, but right now, we're seeing this amazing thing. And, and I, I, I am telling you folks, this is amazing. And the reason it's amazing because you can, you can look now, and now it is becoming so apparent. Poll after poll after poll. If you look, uh, I, I mean, you can go look at polls that are historically Democrat uh, or Democrat leaning, Democrat weighted. You can go to polls that are coming from Democrat run polling agencies. I mean, they, they, they make no bones about it. They make polling for the Democrats and they do it with a, with heavy weighted Democrats to try and make it look like the Democrats are doing better than they are. You can go look at all of these polls and they are all spelling disaster or showing disaster coming for the Democrats. Uh, now, let me say this. No matter how bad the polling gets for Democrats, no matter how doom and gloom it is looking for the Democrats in November, you as a voter, a, a libertarian voter, an independent voter, a Republican voter, you cannot rest on your laurels. We cannot sit by and think that everybody else is going to carry the, the, carry the, the torch. 
just because we think we're going to win so big. Can't do that. You have got to act like we're going to lose in November because everybody's got to get out and vote. We we have to make turnout uh, overwhelming. This is how we're going to get past any fraud that's left over from 2020. Turnout, turnout, turnout. So even though uh, there is no doubt in my mind that the Republicans are going to take back the House and they're going to take back the Senate, we cannot take it lightly and just expect it to happen. So I just want to say that. I just I want to I want everybody to be fired up. I want everybody to be ready to vote, and I want everybody to take at least one person with you to vote. Uh, make sure you're talking to your family that they vote, and you know all those things that we need to do. Be diligent. Be diligent. So, but let me but but let me tell you what's happening right now. So all the polling. All of the polling is showing disaster for the Democrats. I mean, it's got Biden's numbers. To, and let me tell you something. When the Democrat poll pollster shows Biden's numbers of, of favorability at, at uh, 39, 38, 37, you can rest assured it's probably in the 20s. Uh, I, I'm just telling you, you can you can the, the truth of the matter is probably about 10 points less than what they're telling you. Uh, so there's disaster out there. Um but what's amazing to me is with all the polling, with with Democrat voters themselves saying uh, what's going on, uh, you know, they're, they're, they're saying what what's is really important to them. The Democrats party is ignoring it. This is astounding to me. I, I am absolutely, truly amazed because what do you hear the Democrats running on? They're running on climate change. They're running on the Green New Deal. They're running on solar panels. They're running on making China rich. They're running on making China great again. They're running on transgenders. Uh, the transgender, uh, I, uh, how can I put this? Um, the, the ideal of transgenderism. They want to, they want to, they, they, they don't want to, Teach your kids to be accepting. You know, I could totally understand that if that's what, if that was the lesson, but they're not. They're trying to teach your kid, they're trying to indoctrinate your kids. You know, every kid that has a problem or shows a problem in, in schools today, they're being labeled as transgender. I got news for you. A kid that is bored in school or showing some kind of issue, uh, maybe with paying attention or maybe acting out doesn't mean they're transgender. If a, if a kid is showing their, maybe they're confused over something, doesn't mean they're transgender, but that's what this is the kind of indoctrination that's going on. And I know I'll make some of you very unhappy, unhappy and uncomfortable by saying that, but it's the truth. And most of you know it. Uh, but this is what the Democrats are running on. They're, they're running on letting letting teachers indoctrinate your kids in government schools. They're running on domestic <laughs> so-called domestic terrorism, the, uh, the the made up white supremacy line. Uh, this is what the Democrats are running. But yet. And, and well, let me recap that again. So Democrats, elected Democrats, Biden and his gang of cronies and, and the elected Democrats are running on climate change. They're running on transgenderism. They're running on uh, Green New Deals. They're running on domestic terror and made up white supremacist stories. They're running on uh, solar panels. They're running on windmills. They're running on making China great again, making China rich. They're running on all of these things. But what do the voters care about? Because if you look at these polls, the voter is telling you, <clears throat> and not just Democrat voters. I mean, all, I mean, they're, they're independent voters, Republican voters, especially Republican voters, but independent voters and, and a lot of Democrat voters, uh, are what, when they're asked, what 
matters to you? What do you see? What are you looking? What are the issues driving you to the polls in November? And those issues are gas prices, inflation, the border. I mean, basically, before you even get to the border, the economy, the economy, the economy. You remember this line? It's the economy, stupid. Remember that line from James Carville? James Carville may be a, a, a wacko Democrat, but he's a smart wacko Democrat. James Carver's a smart guy. He's a funny guy, too. Uh, I would love to meet him. He's just, he seems like a joy to probably spend some time with. Uh, and he, he said back in the 90s, it's the economy, stupid. Hey, stupid, it's the economy. And you remember Bill Clinton. I, 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 I did not have sex with that girl. I didn't have sex with that woman. I did not. But I feel your pain, and it's the economy, stupid. It's the economy. I told you, stupid. It's the economy. You remember that? In the 90s, that's all Bill Clinton had to say. Look, the first time he ran, it was that's all he said. It's the economy, stupid. It's the economy. And he won. I mean, George Bush, the first George Bush, was a very popular president. But he got beat by a newcomer, country boy from Arkansas. Because you ran around telling everybody the economy, the economy, the economy. And, and unfortunately for Bush, the economy was on the downturn because Bush uh, reneged on his promise to not raise taxes. And he raised taxes. And I don't care who you are. If you raise taxes, you're going to slow the economy down. And that's what the Bushies did uh, back in the early 90s. And then along comes Bill Clinton. And all he had to do was scream economy, economy, economy. And Bill Clinton won. And, and, uh, and then, you know, the rest is history. So... Here we are now, and this is why. This is why it's amazing to me. Bill Clinton was smart enough to latch on the economy, and that's what really, really took him to victory. Now, look, did Ross Perot have a big effect? Absolutely. Absolutely. If Ross Perot had a, had a kept his ego out of the race, Bush probably would have won, but, but that's a whole nother story. Uh, but the fact of the matter is, uh, Clinton was a, was a masterful politician. He jumped on the economy and he, and he rode it to victory. And now here we are, uh, his, as if history w- was repeating itself. It's the economy, it's the economy, it's the economy. If you ask any voter out there, most of the voters are saying it's the economy, economy, economy. So, Honestly, Republicans who are running for 2022, they ought to start all of their campaign speeches with, it's the economy, stupid. It's the economy. That's what they ought to do. Because the polling right now is showing, no matter who's taking the poll, that's showing right now that the economy is number one. Gas prices, inflation. And then you get down into the border issue. Um, and, and you even get to um, terrorism. Uh in some cases, but what do you not see? <laughs> What's at the very bottom, the very bottom that that barely registers? Well, that would be climate change. That would be this transgender stuff. That would be the Green New Deal. And you know what? You know what? This I thought I found inter- interesting. You know what doesn't show up at all? What doesn't show up or register at all on the polling is the China virus, COVID nineteen, Coronas. That's not even showing up. And the funny part about that. Is there are reports out today, folks, I told you a year ago that, and especially about six months ago when I was reiterating what I had said a year ago, was that don't you worry. The Democrats are not going to let COVID go. They can't afford to. And the the 
deeper down their polls fall, the more they're going to try to bring COVID back. And I told you a year ago and I told you six months ago when I reiterated it that uh, the midterm variant would rear its ugly head right around September or October. Now, there are reports out today about a new strain of corona. So they're not even waiting. I thought they would at least wait till September. But here we are uh, in the, about to get to the middle of, of July, and they're already reporting on a new uh, – and, and, and how amazing is it? This new variant now all of a sudden is more transmissible. It's more uh, symptoms and – I mean it's more everything. I mean they are building up to the midterm variant. Because the midterm variant is going to be a whole full-blown – they're going to try to make it a full-blown crisis. They're already starting to build this because they're going to want to try and take and legalize fraud. They're going to want to try the drop by. They're going to try to bring back drop by. All the things that have been outlawed in many states, they're going to try to scrap those and, and because of the midterm variant. But the difference is – the difference is for right now for 2022 is right now the American people don't even – register when they're polled anything about coronavirus they don't care the american people and if you're on the ground you even if you know somebody who's recently had covid either they didn't know they had it or they had very few symptoms and and people are getting over it look i told you guys i wasn't the only one there were plenty of studies out there and plenty of other people saying uh, months ago that covid19 is a flu that's all it is now it's the flu now if you're overweight you're gonna have problems with it yep if you're elderly, you might have more problems with it. Yeah, you might. You know, those are the people, those are the groups that probably should get vaccinated. And look, there's a new vaccine uh, booster coming out um, that I, you know, I'm reading that it's supposed to be even more effective. Uh, you know, whatever. I don't, I don't care how you feel about it, uh, but it's out there and it's an option if you want to get vaccinated. Uh, if you're elderly, maybe you should. If you're overweight, maybe you should. Maybe you're overweight. People should do it more than the other guys. All right, folks, we got to go to a break here. When I get back, we'll get into this a little bit more. So don't go anywhere. We will be right back. If you love classic cars, you're going to want to listen to The Classic Car Show with Tom Cox and Richard Lentinello on America's Web Radio. Live every Saturday at 9 a.m. Eastern at americaswebradio.com or on demand on your favorite podcast app. If you want the truth about politics, medicine, weapons, classic cars, and more, you'll want to tune in to America's Web Radio. You can listen to all of your favorite shows live at www.americaswebradio.com or on demand on iTunes, Spotify, or your favorite podcast app. That's www.americaswebradio.com. You're listening to America's Web Radio on the AmericasBroadcastNetwork.com. Thank you for listening. And welcome back. This is the On Point with Victor Show. I am Victor Armanderes. This is the On Point with Victor Show. Uh, all right, so look, so the Dems, the Democrats are running on Green New Deal. They're running on climate change, transgenderism. They're running on uh, made-up white supremacist stories and and all all the things that the American people just don't care about right now because the American people are pulling in the gas stations and they're paying five bucks and more in many parts of the country per gallon and and i am telling you folks that it, it, look i know many of you listeners you've done real well for yourself so you know you pull into the gas station you you complain you gripe you get mad but you're able to do it 
There are a lot of families that live paycheck to paycheck, week to week. Uh, Many of them live on a fixed income. And when gas goes up like it's going up, inflation's going up, causing food prices to go up, if you've got a fixed income or you're paycheck to paycheck, listen, your, your, your income's not moving. It's not going up, but everything else is. So more money's leaving your pocket. You, you feel that. And there's so many Americans out there right now that are struggling week to week because of the gas prices. They're having to make a decision. Can I drive to work? Can I go do the things I need to do to earn money? Because I'm spending more in my gas tank than I'm bringing into my pocket. That's pretty messed up. And this is Democrat policies. It's Biden policies that are putting Americans in this position. And many, many, many Americans, when they fill up their tank, they know that who's in charge now. And it's Biden. Biden has the presidency. The Democrats have the Senate. And the Democrats have the House. The Democrats have Washington. And even the non-elected people are a bunch of Democrat bureaucrats trying to make your life even harder through regulations. It is the Democrat Party that is bringing this country to a brink. It is the Democrat Party that's making it hard for many Americans to live. It's, it's, it's the Democrat Party that is making a lot of American families struggle. Now, the sad thing is there are some of these American families that are still going to go out and vote Democrats because they just don't know any better. I, I don't get it. I don't understand it. But, uh, but you know, I was talking about polling. If you look at the polling, Joe Brandon Biden and the Democrat Party is underwater with every demographic in this country. Every voting demographic is underwater except except the black vote. But even the black vote, I believe he's only at 60 or 62 percent approval. Uh, that's I mean, if if that were to translate to voters, if only if Biden and the Democrats only get 60 percent of the black vote in November, that's disaster for them without even factoring all the other voting groups. But it is astonishing to me that the very party that is decimating the black culture the most is the party that the black culture just can't let go of. It is so ingrained in that, and and you know what, I, it it's crazy, but you you almost have to give credit to the Democrat politicians' ability to fool so many people. It really is amazing to me. It, now look, I've told you this before. I'm not telling any of you people who grew up being told you had to be a Democrat. People right now who are who are who have been told all their life that you're a Democrat. It runs in your blood. Look, I'm not telling you to go run and be a Republican. I'm not telling you to go run and, and, and jump in the lap and play footsies with the Republicans. What I'm telling you is if you, if you want to vote to better your lives and to better what, vote for what's better for your family, then you throw out today's Democrats. Replace them with Republicans because that's your only option. That is your only option. You replace them with some Republicans. You know, the easiest thing to do in the country right now is to throw out Republicans. So, what should you do if you've been told to be Democrat all your life? Throw out the Democrats because the Democrat politicians are not working for you. They don't have your interest at heart. They're hurting you. So make the divorce from the letter D. Give these Republicans a chance to do what they say they're going to do. And if they don't do it, you can throw them out and go back to your beloved Democrats. You have that power. 
You have more power than you ever thought you had. The black vote in this country has more power than anyone in this country if they were to just turn it on the Democrats. If you want the Democrats to respect you, listen to me closely, black black voters, African-American voters, whatever you want to call yourselves. Um, look, I'm an American voter. I may be brown. I may be Hispanic. I may be Mexican descent, but I'm an American first. And that's what... I think all American citizens should be Americans first. But anyway, if we listen to the vernacular of the Democrats, you're black, you're African-American, you're brown, you're this, you're that, blah, blah, blah. Uh, but anyway, so you've been told all your life to vote for somebody that hasn't made any improvements for you. So the best thing you can do and to really exercise your power, if you want the Democrat Party to become the party that it should be, I guess, in your eyes. But if you want the Democrat Party, if you're a black voter, African-American voter, if you want the Democrat Party to respect you, throw them out of office. They will respect you when you show them that you that they do not own your vote, that you own your vote. The Democrat Party will respect you when you show them that you have a mind of your own and that they do not own your mind. The Democrat Party today doesn't give a rat's you-know-what what the black or the African-American voter thinks, says, or does because they assume that they own your vote. And if you want to change that and you want to see some instant respect from the Democrat Party, and this goes for brown voters too, you, my Hispanic brethren out there who also have been told all your lives you've got to be a Democrat and some of you who just won't leave the Democrat Party even though you know they're killing your family, they're making life really hard for you. You just won't leave that Democrat Party. Well, if you want instant respect from the Democrat Party, then you throw them out of office and let them know they don't own your vote. They can't just let them know. They can't just snap their fingers and you're just going to go run to the poll and vote for them. Look, the, the Republican Party has to earn every vote they get. Now, yeah, there might be about 20 percent of the country that will vote Republican no matter what. But that's nothing compared to the Democrat sycophants out there. So we need to make the Democrat Party work. We need to make them work hard. They have it easy. They've had it easy for far too long because they can count blindly on the black vote or African-American vote or the Hispanic vote, the, the brown vote. And that needs to stop. And I am telling you, I am telling you, my friends, if you want the Democrat Party to wake up in utter shock and change the way they are and really, really respect you as a voter, throw them out. And there's nothing wrong with going to, you know, look at the Republicans have some good ideas right now. They really do. Uh, and, and there's nothing wrong with giving them a shot. Give them a chance. You can throw some, you can throw most of them out in two years if you don't like it. But let me say this. You get the Republicans in office and understand this. In 2022, the Republicans take over like they're going to. They still got to deal with Biden. Biden's going to veto everything. So in 2024, you've got to keep the Republicans in power for the Senate, the Republicans in power for the House. And then we've got to get hopefully Ron DeSantis. Uh, it may be Trump. Who knows? We'll see. But uh, but it's got to be one of those. It's got to be Trump or it's got to be Ron DeSantis. Then let's see what happens the next two or four years. And if if the prices, like I'm telling you, the gas prices will drop, the inflation will drop, things are going to happen. And it's going to be good things because the policy is going to reverse. Then you've got to be able to sit back and go, man, 
these people actually did what they said they were going to do and they earned my vote and they they're going to earn your vote again and again unless you want to go back to the same crap that we're in now so uh, all right let me let me follow up on this so so you know what the democrats are running on you know what the voters care about what are the establishment republicans going to do now I make the distinction between establishment Republicans and conservative Republicans or independent minded Republicans because the conservative Republican, the independent minded Republican, they're out there running on smaller government, lower taxes. There, there's even a group of Republicans, conservatives that I agree with. They want to do away with our tax system and replace it with a consumption tax system. Some of you know it as the fair tax system. Uh, we've got to move to that. So those are good representatives to get behind. Those are good candidates, I should say, to get behind. I am not worried about those candidates because they're running on the right thing. Smaller government, changing our tax system, a strong military, a strong force to be reckoned with on the foreign stage, um, energy independent. Ladies and gentlemen, the backbone of this country, the backbone of any country is energy. Um, if you're going to be a wealthy country, you've got to have energy. And you're, and you're, my goodness, the lesson we're about to see, the lesson that Europe is about to have, uh, look, Germany is about to, ladies and gentlemen, take my words for it, Germany is about to have a really, really hard time because they're not going to have the, they're already shutting down some of the energy, uh, forcing people to turn their heat off at night. Now I know you're saying it's summer. Look, there are parts of Germany, uh, that, that are still pretty cold and people need heat. And they're already turning, getting them, making people turn it off at night. Now imagine what's going to happen when winter gets here. I am telling you, there's bad days coming ahead for Germany and, and much of Europe because of their Green Deal crap. They're putting themselves, you want another example? Go look up Sri, Sri, oh my gosh, Sri Lanka. Go look up Sri Lanka. You just witnessed, and look it up, you just witnessed in two days the fall of Sri Lanka. (laughs) And why did they fall? Because they listened to a bunch of white European and American elitists, and they initiated Green New Deals like morons, and now their their economy's collapsed. Not making it up. Go look it up. You can do look it up yourself. Just go do a duck-duck-go search for Sri Lanka. Maybe do a Google search. It might be there because this is fresh news, uh, and and you, you can witness the downfall that they just are, that they're happening. It's happening right now. And it's all happening because they initiated the Green New Deal crap initiatives that the white elitist Europeans and Americans told them to implement. I mean, it's pretty messed up. It really, really is messed up. But but this is what's going on. And so so I'm not worried about the, the, the conservative Republicans. I'm not candidates. I'm not worried about independent-minded Republican candidates because they're running on smaller government. They're running on energy independent. They know what it's like to be – my goodness, all of you ought to, ought to remember it was only a few uh, short two years, two and a half years ago that the United States under President Donald J. Trump where we were energy independent. And if you're energy independent, everything else just has a way of falling into place. It's amazing because it was a short two years, two and a half years ago that we had the greatest economy that we've had in years. And that was under the policies of Donald J. Trump. So so anyway, so I'm not worried about those, the, the, the conservative Republicans, the independent-minded Republicans, but the establishment Republicans. What are they going to run on? Uh, and, and unfortunately, too many of the establishment Republicans are going to sit on their hands and they're going to try to ride the wave. They're going to try to ride the wave. And I'm telling you, folks, we cannot depend on a wave. 
We've got to, you've, you've got to tell voters why to vote for you. Now, I, again, look, I, I do believe that November's coming and it is going to be a wave. The question is how big can that wave be? Now, if the Republican establishment sits on their hands and they ride the wave, then, then the wave's probably not going to be as big as it could have been. Now, if they get out right now and they start campaigning, Together with conservative Republicans, Trump Republicans, and and independent-minded Republicans, and they all get on the smaller government uh, kick. If they all get on the the uh, energy independence kick, if they get on the strong America, strong military, strong everything, uh, and on strong economy, then they the Republicans could win huge, huge record numbers. Could be bigger than 2010. That's what we could be looking for in November. But, but, and we the voter have to push our candidates to do the things that they need to be doing. So, gotta, 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 gotta get active. Um, we can no longer be couch voters. We have to be active voters. And, and it doesn't take much to be active. Send an email, make a phone call, go to a rally, uh, go to a campaign speech for your candidate of your choice. But get out there. Get out there and let yourself be seen. Because that is the only thing a candidate fears. A politician and a candidate only fears the people. That's it. That's it. So, uh, well, and a, and a candidate that's already elected fears re-election. All right, folks, don't go anywhere. We will be right back. This is the Point Woodbaker Show. It's a museum. It's a showroom. It's an experience. The Classic Auto Mall in Morgantown, Pennsylvania is 336,000 square feet of rare custom and specialty automobiles on display and on consignment. From the earliest production cars to modern exotics, Classic Auto Mall is a feast for the eyes and the memories. Stroll through time in any season in this climate-controlled facility that you simply have to see to believe. Admission is free. Just remember to bring comfortable shoes. If you want the truth about politics, medicine, weapons, classic cars, and more, you'll want to tune in to America's Web Radio. You can listen to all of your favorite shows live at www.americaswebradio.com or on demand on iTunes, Spotify, or your favorite podcast app. That's www.americaswebradio.com. You're listening to America's Web Radio on the AmericasBroadcastNetwork.com. Thank you for listening. Hello, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome back to the On Point with Victor show. Hey, listen, don't forget, don't forget, this Wednesday, July 13th, and Thursday, July 14th, I will be filling in for Eric Erickson on the Eric Erickson show. That's the syndicated, nationally syndicated Eric Erickson show from 12 to 3 Eastern time. That's Eastern time. So all those new listeners that I just picked up out in Texas, out in, out here in Dallas, Texas, uh, you guys uh, just... It's Eastern Time, 12 to 3 Eastern Time. Uh, so may, don't miss it. And, of course, all my California listeners. You know, look, the, the other thing I got to do before I came to Dallas, I was in L.A. I was on the left coast, and I got to hang out with uh, with California Greg. Now, some of you have heard California Greg because he's been a caller to the show. Uh, look, folks, I love to go hang out with uh, listeners. Uh, I, I do it as often as I can. Uh, it just so happens that uh, I know California Greg really well. So, uh, anyway... Um, yeah, just don't forget, Wednesday and Thursday of this week, I will be filling in for the Eric Erickson Show, 12 to 3 Eastern Standard Time. Your humble host, 
of the On Point with Victor show uh, will be uh, sitting in the big chair, <laughs> the big chair in the uh, home studios here in Atlanta. So uh, we'll be fun. It will be fun. So make sure you tune in. Tell your friends. Tell everybody. Uh, so, all right, folks. So listen, I, you know, I, it's been a while since I've watched a Trump rally. And I decided the other night to, to watch. I decided to to take a look and see uh, what Trump was saying, uh, what 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 he what's his what's his kick. And I also found it interesting that he was going to Alaska. Uh, it's very interesting to see what Trump is doing. And 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 the, and one of the reasons why I, I, I'm watching some of this and I decided to watch the rally the other night is because I'm trying to gauge. I am really trying to figure out. If Trump is running again, and and my and folks, look, I all indications looks like he is, but something is telling me I don't know what it is, but I've I've got a weird feeling. I I just I still think that there's a chance that he's not going to run. Um, I you know Donald Trump, despite what so many people believe, and despite what the media tells you, Donald Trump is a very smart dude. Uh, he's a very smart guy and, and I, and he's tactical. I mean, he, 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 this guy's, I'm just telling you, he's strategic. Maybe that's a better word. He's strategic. And I am not convinced that he's running. I, I could see him do it. And, and I said this before and I'll say it again. If there was anyone in history, anyone, any president in the history of this country that deserves re-election, it's Donald J. Trump. I've said it before and I'll say it again, and I proudly say it. Uh, whether you want him to run again or not, uh, you know, I'm kind of ambivalent. I, I, if he runs again, I'll support him 100%. Um, if he doesn't run, I want Ron DeSantis. In fact, my first choice is Ron DeSantis. But if Trump runs again, I, I'm with him 100%. Uh, but I'm just not convinced that he is. And, and I, I think he loves trolling the media. He's very good at it. And one thing that, that Trump is doing right now is doing a couple of things. One, he's really helping keep uh, the Trump voter active. And 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 in in turn, I think that's going to make a lot of Republicans in general active. That's going to keep the fervor high. And look, we have to keep it high because I mean we're in July, uh, and we have to keep the, the momentum all the way to November. Uh, so I think Trump's doing very good at that. So that's one of the things he's doing. And the other thing he's doing is he's really taken. Look, the establishment republic. Look, make no bones about it. The establishment Republicans do not like Ron DeSantis. And the Democrats, they hate and fear Ron DeSantis. I mean, I, trust me when I tell you the Democrat Party and the Republican establishment fear Ron DeSantis more than they fear Donald Trump. And I know some of you may be, oh, Victor, what are you talking about? What do you mean? Listen, trust me. Just trust me. I, I don't even have to go in this too much right now. Just trust me, and I'll get into it on another show, but trust me when I tell you that the Democrat Party, the Democrat establishment, and the Republican establishment, when I tell you that they fear Ron DeSantis more than they fear fear Donald Trump, Donald Trump, trust me, I, I'm telling you they do. Uh, but so, so one thing that Donald Trump could be doing is just totally trolling the media into thinking he's going to run and taking the firepower that and, and letting them all think that he's going to run and that gives 
Ron DeSantis and, and other candidates, it gives them a chance to really start building up their war chest uh, before we head to 2024. So I, I just I just I'm just not convinced Donald Trump's going to run again. I, I'm just not. So we'll see. We'll see. Now, I will say full disclosure, uh, I will say in 2016, I didn't think he was serious and he was. So so I I could be wrong, but uh, but we'll see. We'll see. But but I I do find it interesting what he's doing now. And I have to say this. I, I Donald Trump has got to be one of the hardest working guys in politics right now. And he's not even elected to anything. I mean, it was amazing to watch this guy. Now, look, I, and, and I remind you, he's about the same age as Joe Brandon Biden. And Joe Brandon Biden, look, I don't know if you guys heard this or not because it hasn't been reported much. But Joe Brandon Biden has been delaying trips. They've been delaying some of his out of, out of uh, town trip, out of the country trips. They trips that were supposed to be back to back to uh, uh, because it made sense to put them back to back. They had to put a pause on them and put breaks in between because Biden can't handle it. Biden gets too worn out. He gets too tired. He is a doddering old fool. And I'm sorry to say it, but he is. And he's the man is declining mentally. You cannot deny it. So we're having to uh, the Biden White House and the Biden administration, his handlers are having to make changes on the fly because Biden can't keep a schedule because he's too old. He's too old. And now you're starting to hear some Democrats talk about it openly. You're starting to see Democrats openly. And I and I told you this was going to happen because the Democrats do not want to get to 2024 and have to put Biden up against Ron DeSantis or uh President Trump. So there. So now you're starting to hear these 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 Democrats start openly talking about how old. You know, all of a sudden they care about Biden's age. It's quite funny. It's quite funny to watch. But when you look at Trump, who's about the same age as Biden, what a difference! What a difference! And and if you want to see what I'm talking about, uh, and and look, at, let me pause for a minute because a poll just flashed up. A new poll flashed up. 64% of Democrats, 64% of Democrats would prefer another candidate. This is perfect. I mean, this, this is fortuitous that this poll just shot up, uh, on my screen as I talk about that the Democrats are just starting to openly talk about Biden's age. It's like the Democrats had an epiphany this week. Oh my gosh, Biden's old. Biden can't keep up with a rigorous schedule. Uh, Biden is, is, is in decline. His old age is caught up with him. It's like the Democrats had an epiphany. Well now, like I said, how fortuitous. Here we have a poll that just came out. 64% of Democrats would prefer Biden not to seek a second term. Folks, the Democrat Party's in disarray. The Democrats are in trouble in November. Now, again, we must be diligent and we must, must, must act like we're coming from behind. We've, we've got, we've got to make sure we are getting out there doing everything we need to do so that we do win in November. But, but my goodness, 64% of the Democrat voters today do not want Biden to seek re-election. I, this is the New York Times, folks. The New York Times. Now, I don't need to tell you the New York Times is no conservative paper. They're no uh, conservative outlet. They don't like conservatives. Uh, the, the New York Times does not is not a Republican outfit in any way, shape, or form. They are a Democrat paper, a Democrat-leaning paper. They are Democrat sycophants. 
and they're polling. If their polling is showing 64% of Democrats, that probably means in reality it's 74%. Remember my rule. When a Democrat poll comes out, you've got to add to it. You've got to add 10 points. <laughs> so when a Democrat poll comes out and says 64% of Democrat voters do not want Biden to run for a second term, then you can rest assured it's probably 74%. That's probably where the truth lies. But my goodness, folks, that is amazing. That is amazing. So so back to what I was saying, the Democrat Party is suddenly coming out, our Democrat voters and, and the media, the sycophant media that's been covering for Biden is suddenly out there noticing Biden's age. Now, isn't that amazing? Isn't that amazing? Because they don't want him running. They don't want him in 2024. So... If you want to see what I mean about the distinction of how Trump looks, my goodness, go look up. You can YouTube it. I'm sure it's on there, uh, hopefully. But you can YouTube and watch the rally that Trump put on, uh, I think it was Saturday night, in Alaska. Now, again, hardest working guy in politics. The man goes out to Alaska because he wants Lisa Murkowski defeated. Now, Donald J. Trump is 100% right. President Trump is 100% right. Lisa Mikowski needs to go. She needs to be primaried and voted out. And there is a lady, I can't remember her name, but she is, uh, looks like to, uh, she's going to beat Murkowski in the primaries. So let's hope, let's hope that she does that. But Donald J. Trump went out to Alaska to campaign for this uh, lady who's running against Lisa Murkowski. And, and what a great thing. And he's also campaigning for Sarah Palin. You know, Sarah Palin is running for Congress. And uh, my goodness, if we're lucky, she'll win. And I, and I think she's got a great chance of winning. So, so but, but it was really neat to see the energy level. Donald J. Trump stood at a podium, and half the time, yeah, there was a teleprompter, but all the teleprompter does, I think, is remind him what his topic is, and then he goes off on tangents. And, and, he, and he can do it without a teleprompter. And he can do it for hours. I mean, I believe he was, was at least an hour and a half, two hours, maybe over two hours, that he stood and, and commanded the audience at this rally. Do you think Joe Biden could do that? Honestly, and you Democrats out there that are listening to me, because I know some of you are, do you honestly think Joe Brandon Biden could stand and, and command the attention of a rally of 10, 20, 30,000, 40,000 people? Do you think Biden could command more than five minutes? I think it would be hard for him to do five minutes. Donald J. Trump just did it for almost two hours, if not two hours. It is amazing the difference between these two men and they're about the same age. So it's uh, it was just awesome to see. And, and I got to tell you, uh, Trump is at his best when he's reminding people of his accomplishments when he reminds people of his foreign policy accomplishments and compares it to the disaster that is the Biden administration. Now, where Donald Trump loses people, including me, I get frustrated when he does this, is when he rehashes 2020. He really, really needs to let that go. Now, again, look, I, I'm 100%. If Trump runs in 2024, I'm with him. But I want, I really, really, really want him to let 2020 go. Let it go, Mr. President. Let it go. 
because you've got the winning message. When you talk about your accomplishments and you talk about the economic accomplishments and you talk about your foreign policy accomplishments versus the disaster that is the Biden administration, then my goodness, President President Trump, you have the winning message. And whether you take that message to 2024 or Ron DeSantis takes it to 2024, I'm with either one of you. But uh, but please, please, folks, ladies and gentlemen, let 2020 go. Let that be in the past and let's move forward. Let's see what we can do in 2022 and then let's take it all the way to 2024 because we are Americans and there ain't nothing that can stop us when we stand together, march together, vote together. There ain't nothing that's going to stop the American ingenuity. There's nothing, nothing nothing's going to stop it. We've got a movement developing, folks, and we've got to ride it. We've got to ride it all the way to 2022 and all the way to 2024. We are Americans. All right, folks, stay tuned for Locked and Loaded. Roger B is up next. Goodbye. And don't forget, Wednesday, Thursday, I'll be hosting for Eric Erickson, 12 to 3, Eastern Standard Time. The views, opinions, and content of the show hosts and their guests appearing on America's Web Radio are their own and do not necessarily reflect those of the station. You're listening to America's Web Radio on the AmericasBroadcastNetwork.com. Thank you for listening.